This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. What's up, everybody? I'm Big Lovin', and this is Don Del Snooch. Welcome to the Escape Pod. Super Bowl memories. Clankety clank, bitch. Clankety clank, bitch. What is ah, going How y'all on? doing? Hanging out, you doing hanging together? out. Hell yeah, I'm ready. Ready to get it going. I don't know what's going on in the chat already. They're already doing the Waltons. They must have got bored. That's fucked up. You know, good night, John boy. <laughs> good night, Elizabeth. So oh, before, we Johnson's get, in the chat. before we get into anything, there's a uh, special birthday we should call out for today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's Wicked himself, Warwick Davis's birthday. He's played Weasel. He's played a lot of other W characters within the Star Wars universe. So we got to we got to welcome him. Uh, we got to wish him a happy fucking birthday. Happy fucking birthday. Because nobody Davis. at Disney's going <laughs> to wish him a birthday like that. Right, right. They just shove him in a hot can. <laughs> That's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. Uh, what? Well, um, I could get this computer to do things. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and all your favorite podcasting apps like iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Audible, and Google Play. And check out our new home, Red 5 Network. For all kinds of excellent podcasts like the Blue Milk Cafe, Jedi Temple Archives, and uh, Pizza and Parsecs. Nice. Fuck yeah. I listened to uh, I listened to a little bit of Pizza and Parsecs. That's one of the I one of the few that I've listened to. And Pizza and Parsecs just makes me sad because I wish I had a, a wife and or girlfriend who was like, let's do a podcast about Star Wars together. And I'd I be like, right. Are you fucking kidding me? Aren't they so fucking cute? It about makes your teeth rot. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. And the other one I listened to was um, uh, the Force Losers, and that shit had me fucking within two and a half minutes, dude. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this one's for me. This one's for yeah, me. Yeah, I I got the impression um, that those guys were uh, real similar, uh, kind of to our our kind of charisma. Yes. It was fantastic. So um, if you're listening to this audio podcast, please consider joining us live on Wednesday nights on YouTube at YouTube slash C slash ATSW, the escape pod, all one word. And please join us at patreon.com. Search ATSW, the escape pod and the search creator bar to support the show and get in on the exclusive escape crate that our man, uh, Ron, old man Johnson won last week, which we should probably be getting to him this week. Shouldn't we? Pretty, pretty soon, as soon as uh, you're finished uh, making that cup and um, uh, probably a T-shirt. Oh, we need a T-shirt. I forgot about that. So it might be yeah. next week because I'll have to do the T-shirt this weekend. Well, we so can get sorry, old we man can, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. You can wait. Old man yeah, Johnson. You can either fucking wait or no, you're going to wait. That's the way it's going to fucking be. Yep. You can either wait or you can wait. Yeah. So you've got an option. Wait or fucking wait. You choose. Yeah, so, either way, uh, you should do it. 
Let's get into our shout outs. We may have gone to a new network, but we're not forgetting the old shit. We're not forgetting our day ones. We're not forgiving. Oh shit. We got a new, we got a new folk in the chat. What is that? Rural, rural farm boy. I fucking love it. Hell yeah. What's yep. up, dude? Thanks for stepping in, man. Appreciate it. He's a friend or a, a new friend from the red fives. Yes. That's so, but like I was saying, even though we've joined the Red 5 Network, we are not going to forget where we came from. We're not going to get the originals. We're not going to forget the day ones. We're not going to forget the shout-outs. Because always, first and foremost, we got to give that shout-out to the mothership. That is from a Gen X point of view. That is the All Things Star Wars podcast. That is David Jason, the New, New Jersey Delphians. They are our homies. They are the ones bringing it from the Nor'easter where they got all that damn snow. And they are, uh, they checked in on the uh, All Things Star Wars podcast or uh, Sidebar Cantina on Facebook, and they seem to be doing fine. So that's good to hear. But right. those are the homies. Next, let's get to our main, uh, our people, uh, Kim and Scott, for used and abused, doing their thing. We're waiting on an update for a new episode, but I'm sure they'll be out there. And then check it out. Seems like I seen something that they were going to, they were going to do show this Friday. Oh, fantastic. I'm, I must have missed that. With dude, I've been so excited with the whole Red 5 network thing that I've missed a whole lot of stuff. So I've been I've been following with the little the little thing on Twitter. I've been following that and just I'm like a kid who got a Christmas gift I didn't know I wanted. And I'm loving it. I just want to take a moment to appreciate that Lunar Girl says she got 24.5 inches. And I just want to say, well done, Dragon Buddy. Good job, my friend. You are. Br That's why you had a limp when you came to visit us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, right. man. Carry on. <laughs> um, next, let's check out our man Keith for layman's terms on Facebook. He's the man always bringing you the mana because we all need a fucking life. A little fucking life. Because um, we got a little bit going on. It's kind of shitty, but don't worry about that. It'll get better. Um, and then check out our man, uh, Big Swede for Big Swede's Excellent Adventure and Tactical Swede and Swede Reacts on YouTube and something, 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 something Swede and I'm sexy and I pre-Swede it and all this Swede and you can have a little pre and it's fantastic. Freshly shaved hamster Swede. Fresh. Did you see that shit? I did. It was fucked oh up. Oh my God. He looked like he was like 14. He was saying, though, yesterday on Facebook he, how much he was appreciating all that fresh powder out there in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He's a snowboarding fool. Yep. Um, and quick shout out to the chat. Uh, Josh Gutierrez, Dragon Buddy, Lunar Girl, Just Jen, uh, Rural Farm Boy, Jess, Eric, Old Man Johnson, Richie Rich Arm Brewster. And Did, is there dub in the chat? Did I miss Dub? Yeah, Dub Dub's in there. Okay, what up, Dub? Doing what, what up, Dub do? What up, Ghost Pepper? <laughs> so we you got we got tripod. so far. Dra Dragon Buddy said they call him Tripod. So my my bad, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Lean back. No, don't lean back. Lean forward. Lean forward, and just enjoy the view. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Dub? Uh, Patreon shout out, Scott and Kim Rasmussen, Jen and Jess Bolt, Big Swede, Lunar Girl and Dragon Buddy, Richie the King Arm Brewster, Ron Old Man Johnson, Eric Dub Williams, Billy Dave Martin, and as always, Nostalgia Inc. sponsoring the Escape Crate. We thank all you guys for your help putting this yeah. show on. Very much appreciated. Thank you very much. 
You got uh, any more business that you want to get into before we throw down here? If I haven't mentioned before, I'm excited about the whole Red 5 network. So I'm just throwing that out Me there too. again. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Uh, we had an opportunity to drew, to join a new podcasting network um, that we thought would be a little bit more aligned with our taste, our show style, and uh, and, and might be a little bit more uh, active than yeah. the one that we were in before that you guys have heard us talk about ad nauseum. Yes. Um, so now we're now part of the red five family. So, uh, take, take your time and, uh, look up, uh, red five network.com. There's all kinds of great shows on there, just like there was on pod belly, but these are more, um, they all have a little bit more of a star Wars roots. Yeah, star a little more Star Wars centric, a little more nerd nerd friendly. Yep, yep, definitely. Oh, Jason Roscom's in the chat. Oh, oh shit! What up, dude? Damn, he's hello, Jesus. I'm sorry. Royalties in the chat. We must announce. We must announce. You see what this fucker said? Oh, that. Yeah, that's never gonna fucking. It's just happen. petty. That's just <laughs> petty. I don't even know what kind of beef he has with you. He's a San Francisco dick rider. He ain't about shit. It happens. It happens. Uh. <laughs> anyway, it's time for the movie news. Let's do it. It's movie time. <laughs> movie time. <laughs> it's movie time. <laughs> <laughs> movie time. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Looking about like this. Uh, Cloverfield 2 is officially in the works from J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot, and it will be a true sequel to the original 2008 monster movie. Nice. I'm excited about that. Now, did you like Cloverfield Lane? I haven't seen Cloverfield Lane. That with John Goodman? Yeah, it's good, but it doesn't feel like... Um, See, that's what I heard. It didn't feel like a sequel. But it almost could have came out under any other name. And you would have the, thought it's a movie? Yeah, the giant monster that attacked is completely irrelevant to the script. Oh, that sucks. So, anyway, it's it's good, but uh, it's... You know. See, because I always heard from the original Cloverfield movie that when they're running on the bridge and the guy passes another guy with a video camera and they both kind of look at each other and then uh-huh. they go, it was supposed to take place from that dude's point of view. But I don't know how true how much truth there is to that. I think this this Cloverfield two is is about what happens after the events of one. Ah see, so maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I I know that they talked about what you're talking about that 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 uh, visual exchange handoff kind of thing, but right. I think that was just fan theory. Oh, okay. But I remember hearing that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the makers of Sonic the Hedgehog movie announced this week that they are launching a Sonic Two movie project. Did you see the first I, Sonic movie? I it I it ah. Uh, mm. Uh, no, it uh, didn't have any interest in me. I was like, no, nope, not really feeling it. Me either. Me either. I, I liked playing the video game originally on the Sega. Yes. I was 
of the right age for that kind of a thing. But I don't have even the same affinity for that as I would if they were like, hey, we're making another Super Mario movie. You know, then I would be like, I want to see I got to see the fucking visualization before you can just say, hey, we're working on some new shit. It's like, you know what? I'm a visual guy. You got to fucking show it to me. Now, I hear that that's not a bad movie, the original one. Or the original um, Sonic Guys. I heard it was movie. pretty good. I heard Jim Carrey's a little fucking woo-woo, but it's Jim Carrey, so. Jim Carrey is a little woo-woo most of the time. It's true. Dub says that the Sonic movie was okay. There you go. Straight from the chat. It was okay, folks. So yep. you guys take that for what it's worth. Yep. But and I'm gonna I, take I, I'm gonna take Dub's. I'm gonna take Dub's got kids, so I'm gonna take his uh his his uh take yeah. on it pretty pretty solid. I find that my movie sensibilities and dubs are pretty, I mean, pretty, pretty well aligned. Yes, I would agree uh, with that. George Clooney will star and produce the new Buck Rogers series. And uh, the rest of that's just for you. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> um, how do you feel about a George Clooney Buck Ride Rogers? Buck Rogers is before my time. I know Star Wars is based loosely on parts and elements of Buck Rogers. So, like, once again, because it's not something I'm familiar with, I need some visualization. Show me what you're bringing. Right. Now, I I remember seeing Buck Rogers. uh, I assume it was a movie when I was a kid. Right. Um, But I don't remember having much affinity for it. Uh, but even when I was a kid, it was super old. Yeah. So on I, the other I hand, no, I have no ties to Buck Rogers. Now they can make this, and it can be something that I, I'm like, "Oh, dude, Buck Rogers is fucking cool." Or right. it can be like, "Really, we're gonna we're we're doing this?" Mm-hmm. Now, had so, they been like, "Hey, George Clooney is doing a Flash Gordon movie," I would have been like, "Yes." <laughs> that wouldn't have done it for me either. No. It's, no. it's very much in the same vein of Buck Rogers, but for some reason, I like Flash Gordon. Uh, Disney Plus is uh, working on a Wakanda TV series. Uh, pretty excited about that. Black Panther director Ryan Coogler is going to go ahead and direct this show. So That'd be sweet. He's either going to be the director or he's going to be the showrunner. Like Favreau is with... Uh... Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can so see him doing that. He did the Cougar first version. movie, so he he's familiar with that universe. Yeah. Um, Young Guns Three is saddling up with original stars Emilio Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, and others. That's according to John Fusco, who wrote the first two installments. I'm just gonna start oh. it and say I'm in. Yeah, I, yeah, I was in right away as soon as I read that. I was like, oh, I was that's in when they the said it, was, they made it was written by the guy who did the first two. That's when I was like, cool. Yep, yep. And then it has Emilio Estevez in it because I'll watch him be bad at stuff. I feel that about this movie kind of like how I feel about Bill and Ted facing mu- music. I'm excited yeah. to see it. I don't have super high expectations. I just expect to see a good movie. Yep, and Bill and Ted 3 really exceeded our expectations. Oh, dude, I thought it was fucking fantastic. Yep, definitely. So I'm definitely open to this movie exceeding my expectations. Yes. Uh, Today, the second full-length trailer came out for Coming to America 2, 
and it looks fucking amazing. I'm definitely in for that. It's coming out on Amazon Prime, I believe, in mid-March. Right. I, I guess I didn't put down the date for some reason. Because that's how we do our homework. That's right. Half-ass. Yeah. Welcome I've, to the escape pod. I'm just working for a C here, guys. Anybody want to throw me a C? Yeah. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll throw you a C. You know what? C plus, buddy. Real C- farm boy. We missed it. We missed it. Says uh, Buck Rogers. Hell yeah. I grew up with the OG in the early 80s. Oh, shit. I didn't so even- there you go. Yeah, hell yeah. There's, there's a solid affinity for Buck Rogers. And like I said, I'm willing to be entertained by it. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm willing to, I'm willing to hear it out and see what's going on. And it's not like you know, it's it's not being done by a fucking shitty dude. George Clooney, he's got some acting chops and he, you know, right. he brings his he brings his modern day sexy with him. And if he produces stuff, he usually brings that too. Yes. Like those Ocean Eleven movies and stuff, he was producer on those. I I think those, those were, solid. were fucking phenomenal. Yeah, those are those were those. Okay, they weren't phenomenal. They were a lot of fun. <laughs> Dragon Buddy never half-ass two things, just whole ass one thing. It's true. It's true. We got off topic here. Zack Snyder. No, no, no. But we didn't talk about the coming to America. We just yeah, announced. We did. What did What did you think about it, bud? I just I'm in. Yes, everything that it it, it hit looks like it's hitting all the beats. Um, it's got that uh, late two thousand ten ish. Everything has to be. Uh, everything's got to turn it. You know the other thing on its head. You know, like you know. Now we're talking about is why can't his daughter be the queen? Uh, uh, yes, Zamunda. Zamunda. You know, it's just, I was like, okay, I'm in for this. This is going to be a good time. Dude, it looks, it looks fucking funny. And then, then bringing back the old, all the characters that, uh, Eddie and, uh, Arsenio did with the yep. makeup and the wigs and shit. Like, <laughs> fuck but yes. Bring I, that. Did notice, I did notice that my first fear was, well, this is made for Amazon and they're not going to put the money behind it that a big, budget studio would put behind it it looks like they spent every dollar that they made to make the first one yeah absolutely it looks really good i i was really happy with what i was seeing and i was like this is going to be good even if it isn't even if it isn't as wonderful as the first one it's going to be solid it should be fun it should be entertaining so hopefully that's what it gives us if it gives us more than that fantastic and my 90s kid self is like, I need this in my life. <laughs> yes. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Oh, <laughs> that boy good. That boy, that boy so good. That boy good. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League arrives March 18th, 2021, and will be rated R. I couldn't get any more excited for the Snyder Cut. I've only been screaming for it for fucking three, four years now. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be long as piss. Probably well, gonna have four, to watch it in four one hour episodes, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I believe we covered but, that before, and it's four one hour episodes. And I don't know how they're gonna release it because they I as far as I know, they haven't said yet. I don't know if it's, it's gonna probably be gonna like, be week to week like a mini series kind of deal. Yeah. I can see that. Either, 
Either way, I've already got the the channel, so yeah, we I already got HBO Max as well. HBO Max is, so far has been well worth the fucking money. <laughs> Jim balls. Besides Ocean yeah. movies, Clooney sucks balls. <laughs> fucking shots fired by Jim balls. There, there the it sexiest is. man alive is not good enough for Jim balls. <laughs> I fucking love it, Jim Balls. I, I don't want to bring up Denzel. He's going to say things that make me want to cry, I bet. He's going to be like, well, Denzel's not that good. And I'm going to be like, hey, hey, hey. No, no, you can't say that about I, I'll, we'll just We'll ban him from the fucking chat if he says some shit like that. I think so. We can, you know, he's probably got a lover who's like, oh, George Clooney. So I can understand this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, if there's a personal issue there. There could be. There could be. Are you ready for the next? Uh, is it my? Is it my? Oh fuck! Yes, I am. Hold on! Hold on! Hold oh, on! Hold on! Oh. I'm back. Oh, Get over here! Yes. <laughs> Video game time, Get baby. Over here. I fucking so, love it. We're not gonna bury the lead. The absolute best video game news, right up top. EA Sports is rebooting its college football series, this next-generation console. The announcement is the hiatus that the game has taken since then Michigan football quarterback Denard Robinson appeared on the NCAA 14 cover. Dude, fun fact, or I don't know if it's a fact, little nugget of information. I went to uh, Disc Traders with my daughter a week ago, I think it was. Uh-huh. And they were selling NCAA football 2014 for 75 fucking dollars. Bro. Dude, no that's way. more than it cost when it initially came out. Right. And right. they told me like that's the pretty much the going rate for that game. It still has all these people because it's the last one they made. And yeah, but I mean fucking game. Like like uh Frampton comes alive. They handed out fucking NCAA 14 with boxes of tied and shit. What the f- what the fuck? Everybody had that fucking game. Yeah, but not anymore. I can't believe though that there isn't so many copies of that still out there that they're just the market's just sac- saturated. You're just thinking in in fans of live you're just thinking in the instance of living in Michigan, man. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Scorpion King, I can't wait for college football to come back. Dragon Buddy GameStop is giving 53 cents for that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's probably exactly. it's probably true. It's probably Speaking true. Of which, Michael took a stack of uh PlayStation 4 games over to Disc Traders the other day. I bet yeah. you he had 9 games. Right. I'm pretty sure he told me they gave him $13. That doesn't sound accurate unless they were some like, old ass shitty games. My daughter just took a bunch of games back and she got like 38 bucks. I think they were just games that there were a lot of. Yeah, it's probably if they're if they're the games they got like fucking 14 of them on the shelf, you ain't getting nothing for it. Yeah, because you know he plays those Call of Duty games and the this and the that, and like yep. everybody's got those. Yeah, yeah. They just pass those out for Halloween. Like, hey kid, what do you want? And it's like, <laughs> oh fuck, I wanted a Snickers bar. Everybody's got this game already. Um, <laughs> as of now, 
EA will have the rights to use more than 100 college logos, but not the students' likenesses or names as of yet. They're going to get around that. Before it comes out, kids will be getting paid. Don't worry about it. The chat is just fucking yelling. Yes, NCAA fucking football. Hell yeah, dude. I'm glad you guys got that information here. We got we can pr- provide you that news. Um, EA says it won't make less Star Wars games despite losing exclu- exclusivity rights to the franchise. EA insists that they are still going to be developing for the universe. I would like to challenge that. Because yeah. EA assumes in this statement that they're going to be uh, paid to make a game. It, you, you can't just fucking go off and make a licensed game. Right. You know, the, the, the person who owns the game pays you to make the title. That's how that fucking works. Exactly. So if, if Lucas Games now, is that what they called it? I think so. Oh, it's Lucas not hard. I know that. Lucas Films Games is what it was. It's very it's a mouthful. Yeah. But if they don't say, "Hey EA, make this game." EA doesn't make a fucking game. Exactly. Otherwise, they'll get sued for fucking copyright infringement. But, you know, whatever. They can say whatever they want. <laughs> you see Dragon yeah. Buddy, they're like, "I don't hear no bell, but there were clearly bells." <laughs> um Jess Jess confirms Lucas Films Games is the name of the company. Yeah, hell yeah. We got many Jamies within the chat. Everybody knows some things. Hell yeah. There we go. I was wondering why that was doing that. Um, scalpers are making up about 10 to 15% of PlayStation 5 sales, although this makes them very real uh, contribution to the shortages. They're not the main reason, according to analyst Mike Driscoll. Many games are still having a hard time Gamers are having a hard time finding the next-gen systems months after the initial releases and weeks after the holiday rush. There just isn't enough consoles. It doesn't matter what yeah, scalping assholes Both have them. them. Oh. Yep. So you can only fault those assholes so much. But still, do not, and I repeat, do not pay those assholes more yeah, than what it costs to buy the system. Hell, you're letting them win if you do that. Yeah, if you just wait, they'll have to come down to recoup their money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Capcom has released the official. Capcom has released the official hype of the hot, tall vampire lady from the upcoming Resident Evil Village, Lady Demistress. She is nine foot six. Yeah, have you seen the nonsense about this uh, lady? Kind of half-assed, not really, a little bit, maybe. She's got, like, claws for fingers, but insanely large breasts, and she just kind of walks around. and Shaking her boobies? I guess. You know, it is what is it is. Is she supposed to be hot? I th- it's, it's anime hot, though. Not oh, real. But, yeah, I mean, it's not real hot, but it's anime hot, so I see what they're going for here. Yeah, I know a guy that gets all hot and bothered over anime hot, but... Um, and then would you read the last sad piece of news? Yeah, this this one really tugs at my heartstrings. Um, I really, I mean, if, if anybody can help out here, it would be greatly appreciated. But Don still doesn't have a PS5. It makes him sad. And it makes the Xbox guy sad, too. Because seeing my buddy sad makes me sad. That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, that sucks, buddy. Jen says, I know that guy. <laughs> that guy is still sad. You know what time it is? Yes, I do. These are the hot sheets. Best investigator reporting on the planet. Oh, show. Damn right it is. Patrick Stewart is reportedly in talks for Doctor Strange 2 cameo. Um, and that, that of course, has been uh, trumpeted by we've got this covered. So take that for what it's worth. I hope it happens. Yeah, me too. Because that would be, be cool as shit. If it makes sense for the plot of the movie. If you're just shoehorning it in there, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't foresee Patrick Stewart uh, being willing to be shoehorned in. I don't either, but I'm I'm hoping they're like, here's a bunch of money. Definitely. Hell yeah. Um, Not a rumor. This just doesn't really fit anywhere. But SpaceX announced plans Monday for the first all civilian missions to space. A major milestone for private space flight. And also they uh they crashed their second test ship. So Yeah, that ship blew up yesterday in a giant famous ball of fire. Um that's that's the second ship, and from what I understand, uh the the first time it, it was supposed to flip over all the way, but when it flipped over all the way, it was too close to the ground. So it right. just pancaked. And this second one, I guess, didn't didn't flip all the way or something yeah, like that. I, I seen a video on TikTok of somebody who was like close and uh, it just looked like it didn't rotate enough. Yeah. So they they've definitely got some shit they got to work out, but I think honestly uh it's just a matter of you know getting the this and the that, the pitch and the yaws kind of thing into the right. Hey dude, can you give me a second? I think I hear somebody pounding at the front door. Yeah, go for it. Thank you. Um, the Mandalorian showrunner John Favreau has uh, recently hinted that the Disney Plus series will lead to a secret secret twilogy. Words are hard. Secret? Nope. Sequel trilogy. I'm editing all this out. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, what he's getting at if he's talking about like a, a a trilogy of you know like small films that are going to be on Disney Plus or are we talking about uh, you know theatrical movies you know figure that for what it is I guess uh, we'll, we'll know more when there's more to know um War Machine will appear in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in preparation for the Armor Wars series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Do you know much about this Armor Wars stuff? I don't know too much about it, not at all, but I'm a fan of War Machine in the, uh, in the MC universe, so I'm cool with it. Yep, me too. Uh, I'm only familiar, like... In concept, that the Armor Wars series was, uh, you know, about mech suit fighting, essentially. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm. I. I heard it's something like the bad guys stole Tony Stark's information about the suits or some shit like that. Right. Right. So we'll see. But I'm in because I enjoy the shit out of War Machine. He's one of my favorite characters. Yep. Me too. 
Me too. Well, it's time for sports. And now it's time for sports talk with your hosts, dangerous Don Juan Dominuch, beautiful Brady Lovin, here on the Escape Pod. It just fucking just. (laughs) Shout out to. uh, Darius for making that sweet ass oh, yeah, fucking it makes count. So fucking jacked, man. It does. It, it makes does. Makes me want to talk that. about sport. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Uh, Matt Stafford traded to the Rams for Jared Goff and two first round picks. So now let me ask you this question: Considering you're the, you're the big Lions fan here, this mm-hmm. is your home. This is your hometown team. How do you feel about this? I've been ready to get rid of Matt Stafford for about five years. It's not that he's not a phenomenal quarterback. But there's something about what he does here that doesn't work here. Um, it doesn't matter what staff they change around him, what guys they change on the field, who they change up top. Something is not working, and he's the leader of the team. So, so do you think Jared Goff is the answer? Absolutely not, but I think two first-round picks were worth finding out. Okay, fair enough, especially considering he's only probably got a few more years left. I think that's all they're planning on. I think they wanted somebody to buy them out of that giant fucking contract they gave Matt Stafford a couple years ago. If I remember correctly, it was a $55 million contract. At the time, it was the highest contract ever. Yeah, it was the it was the biggest contract ever given to a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, at the time, but that's since been depleted by fucking old Patrick Mahomes. Right, but they still have three years left on that monster. Hey, Los, Los Angeles is looking, and, and I think he still has three years left. Now, I want to tell you the next next thing. I think that uh, Los Angeles Rams will yeah. be a contender for the playoffs. And I don't mean like first game. I mean deep playoff rounds with Matt Stafford under center. Yeah, I think he, they're surrounding him with a better team. I, I think that whatever is not fucking working in Detroit will probably work just fine in L.A. So, you know, I'm no fucking sports commentator, but I think that Matt's going to be successful elsewhere but he was never going to get it done in Detroit. I'm going to punch Dragon Buddy in the mouth. What are you doing? Seriously. Oh, I, was just, I was just reaching over here. Seriously. You're a fucking jerk. You like, you're no, you're like a jerk face. You're a jerk face. Fuck you. Really? Yeah. With your fucking dabbing, elbow coffin bullshit. Fuck you. Fuck Dragon Buddy. It's bullshit. Now, Dub. Dub is in in the opposite camp. He's going to miss Matt Stafford. I hey, Matt Stafford put up the numbers, man. Well, you know I the thing about Matt Stafford was to blame. I don't think he's to blame why the Lions lost. No, I don't either. What what I'm saying is whatever it is about him that makes him Matt Stafford makes him worth trading off fucking two number one picks for okay, and I'm picking up a. And picking up an egregious salary, um, wasn't working in Detroit. So, 
like I said, I I bet he goes somewhere else and he does something at least close to fucking great. Fuck the chat. What's the chat doing? They're just talking all kinds of bullshit about dabbing and anti-dabbing, and that's not a real dab. It's a fake dab, and it's a secondary dab, and all this kind of dab, dab, and dab, and yeah, dab, and dab, and fuck the dab. Jen was saying that this is like a mimic dab, which is not a real dab. Fuck you. If you want to know why the fuck this 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 vitriol is coming from my long-haired buddy over here, you'd have to uh, reach into our back catalog. There's nothing I can do for you. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Fuck it. Fuck dabbing. Fuck you people. <laughs> uh, I need another beer, so I'm going to open one because you guys are monsters. All right, you're up. You're damn right I'm up. Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will square off with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Super Bowl 50 fucking five. Right. And guess um, what? I hope both fucking teams lose. I honestly hope, you know, you can say what you want, but I hope Tom Brady wins another ring. It'll just prove that he's the GOAT. I know. I mean, you can have feelings about it. But the only person that's been better in all of NFL history than Tom Brady is Tom Brady. If you compare his first 10 years to his second 10 years, the only quarterback in all of NFL history that's better than Tom Brady's first 10 years is Tom Brady's second 10 years. He's the fucking GOAT. It's undisputed. I, if, he can, if he can win it, another Super Bowl... With a team that's never been a, or that hasn't been able to make a Super Bowl and who knows when, there it is. Two thousand two is the last time the Bucks went to the Super Bowl. What was it? Two thousand two. Okay, so they're nineteen years. I'm just throwing that out there because I fucking have to know that. Nineteen fucking years. So if he can make a team that ain't seen the Super Bowl in nineteen years get to the Super Bowl his first year with them. He's a fucking goat. I'm not saying he's not a bad motherfucker, dude. I just fucking hate Tom Brady and the goddamn New England Patriots. And they're both, oh, they're combined. They're one. I can't help it. Give me three or four more years of Tom Brady playing for the Buccaneers, and I'll be like, okay, this dude's doing his thing. Okay. Uh, online sports betting is now legal in Michigan, and it is pretty much everywhere now. It's on your phone, it's on your TV, it's at the casino. I'm sure pretty soon that shit's going to start showing up at the bar. So if you have uh, some extra dollars that you'd love to spend on something important, make sure that sports betting takes it away from you. <laughs> You're such a dick. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even give you a fucking chance. It's just like, hey, we're here. Yes. It's like if they drove the casino up to your backyard and was like, come on, you're not doing anything with that $10. Right. You were just going to buy a couple candy bars, fat ass. Why don't you gamble it away? Yeah, you can gamble it. You could win a billion dollars, but you're not gonna. You know, you sure shit ain't gonna. Welcome to Michigan. It's cold as balls and now you're broke. It's time to get into Wednesdays with Wanda. Hell yeah. We don't have a cute little soundbite. There's no cute little soundbite, but this is going to be spoilery as fuck. So if you're not ready, 
Yeah, if you have, if you're not caught up on wins, if you're not caught up on Wandavision, get the fuck out. Yep, this is we're gonna talk about episode four. So, um, Wandavision episode four, we interrupt this program, directed by Matt Shackman and written by Bobak Esfarjani and Megan McConnell. What do you think about that? I said the dude's name right. Dude, good fucking pull, man. That was solid as shit, man. I was pretty That's impressed. Name. As far as Johnny. Yeah, buddy. You got that shit solid. Telling you. I'm woke. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> woke as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Monica Rambo, an agent of sword, returns to life following the blip to find her mother, Maria, has died of cancer. Three weeks later, Monarch returns to work and is sent by acting director Tyler Haywood to help FBI agent Jimmy Wu with the missing persons case in Westview, New Jersey. They discover a hex hexagonal. It's so hard to say. Hexagonal static CMBR field. Yes. What you said. Yes, hexagonal. Static CMBR field around the town, which Monica is pulled into. Within 24 hours, S.W.O.R.D. establishes a base around the town and sends drones and an agent in to investigate. Dr. Darcy Lewis is asked to study the phenomenon and discovers broadcast signals from the sitcom WandaVision. And if you're not familiar with Dr. Darcy Lewis, she is from uh, Thor, Thor, the first Thor movie. Yep, and she's played by Kat Dennings. Which she is hot as fuck. She is uh, something else. She is a smoke show and a half. <laughs> Jen says it's McGonagall shaped. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice to me. Uh, they use these to observe events inside the town. Learn that the real residents have been cast as characters in the sitcom and see Monica disguise herself as Geraldine. Darcy and Jimmy unsuccessfully attempt to use the radio to contact Wanda. And, you know, I don't exactly agree with that. They were relatively successful. They yeah. contacted her. They, they got her attention. Yeah, exactly. When Monica mentions Ultron, Wanda casts her out of town. The sitcom illusion deepens and Wanda sees vision appear as he did when he died. Horrified, she restores the illusion. So let's talk about a few of the Easter eggs that were in this show. Um, as Ra Monica rematerializes, we can hear Carol Danvers from um, Captain Marvel yeah. Yeah. voice her nickname, Lieutenant Trouble. The drone that Monica sends into Westview features Captain Marvel colors. It is possible that Monica made it through Wanda's energy field because of her latent powers. We don't know that yet, but that's just a theory out there. So it could be an Easter egg. It could not be. We don't know. We just felt we should talk about it. Uh, yeah. Monica's powers in the comics allow her to turn into energy. So they could be connected. That's kind of what we're drawn from. Yep. Um. Oh, rural farm boys taking off. He says, may the force be with you. Oh, thanks for joining us, brother. We appreciate it, man. Take it easy, man. Um, 
Maria Rambo from Captain Marvel is confirmed to have died of cancer in between Infinity War and Endgame. Apparently, she worked for S.W.O.R.D. in a high-level capacity, possibly even founding the organization. Through her time at S.W.O.R.D., Maria retained a call sign Photon, uh, one of the many code names Monica would use in the comics. There's a mysterious beekeeper that was referred to as Agent Franklin at the end of Epic. At the end of every episode, the camera zooms on Vision's eyes. We're very unclear what this means, but you know Marvel, it has to mean something. Yeah, there's no there's no reason that that would happen in all four episodes. Um, now, did you notice in the last one when it zooms into his eyes, they're completely fucking dead? Yeah, dude, that was fucking crazy. Yeah, um, they're definitely doing something. There's some something going on with... Uh, that connection, you know, between, but you notice too, when, when we go into vision's eyes, everything becomes digitized and the whole end of the show is about like pixels rearranging to make new shapes and shit. No, I didn't get that deep into it. You got sweaty with it. When you, when you watch the next episode, you'd be like, Oh fuck. But you know what? As soon as the commercials hit, I keep fast forwarding really slow to see if there's an end games or an end credit scene. Oh, okay. Next next time, just just watch how that sequence plays out. Okay. And I bet you money all the shapes that they're making with the um the pixels that I'm assuming in Vision's brain have yeah. a meaning. And we're gonna find out sometime later that that's been spelling out the backside of the story for us the whole fucking time. Right. Right. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, but it's going to be fucking sweet. It is going to be fucking sweet. (laughs) You know what time it is? Yes. Time for you to empty your bladder, son. I know. (laughs) We're going on a trip. Make sure you go pee before we go. Hello, this is George Decay reminding you, Don and Brady, for your mid-show pee break. Oh my, may I watch? <laughs> Wang. Nostalgia Inc. in downtown Jackson is your one-stop shop for comic books, graphic novels, tabletop games, supplies, and tons of other super nerdy stuff. They have everything from your favorite superhero comics to all the latest manga and horror graphic novels. Superman, Spider-Man, The Avengers, My Little Pony, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, My Hero Academia, Star Wars, and Batman are just a few of the familiar titles you will see while browsing through the store. And don't forget to check out their back catalog. And for all your tabletop needs, Nostalgia has the largest in-stock selection in the area of Dungeons & Dragons books, miniatures, and more. As well, they have the latest Magic the Gathering and Pokemon card game releases. Store hours are currently 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. So come to downtown Jackson and get nostalgic at Nostalgia Inc. What's up, everybody? This is Big Lovin' and Don Della Snooch. We wanted to take a minute to tell you how to get more from the Escape Pod experience. Become a Patreon supporter and you will get lots of bonus content, including movie reviews, videos from Comic-Con, behind-the-scenes content, and more. But even better, Patreon supporters get extra entries into the quarterly drawing for the Escape Crate. The Escape Crate is full of great stuff like t-shirts, Funko Pops, stickers, mugs, and other random goodies. The higher the membership level, the more entries per month you'll earn. You also can receive one entry per 
per episode you share on social media. So if you have a couple extra bucks, toss us some. We will use it for covering the cost of hosting the show, paying for booths at cons, and equipment upgrades. Thanks Thanks for for all the support, support. and And now now back back to the show. And we're back. Fuck you. Fuck you and your crazy-ass Yoda mask. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's so creepy. Like it, my mask, you do. No, creepy it is. (laughs) Ah, yes. Main topic tonight is Super Bowl memories. Uh, We're going to go ahead and get into, uh, first of all, some of our favorite Super Bowl smashing foods. Okay. You want me to start or you want to start? Yeah, buddy, what do you like to smash on the Super Bowl? Buffalo chicken dip. You know, the first thing on my list is buffalo chicken dip with Cool Ranch Doritos. Is that not the shit? I have a friend that makes some mighty fine buffalo chicken dip. And I love to smash buffalo chicken dip on Super Bowl Sunday. It is fucking so delightful. And when you do it with the Cool Ranch Doritos, it adds another level that people just they are like, oh, I'm going to just use regular tortilla chips. No, bitches. You're missing the fuck out. Grab yourself some Cool Ranch Doritos or some fucking non-name brand Cool Ranch Doritos and smash that fucking buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, when you left Buffalo Chicken Dip at my house this summer, yes, I was out of Cool Ranch Doritos. I got up at like 8.30 at night. I went upstairs. I put on my fucking blue jeans. I drove to the store and got more Cool Ranch Doritos. I had regular Doritos at home, but fuck that. The Cool Ranch Doritos with the Buffalo Chicken Dip. Yes. Yes, dude. It's it's it takes it to a different fucking level. It, it takes does. It to a and I can level. watch all the footballs and smash the dip. Here's what I say: Go to a Super Bowl party. Bring Cool Ranch Doritos with you. Leave them in the car. If somebody makes buffalo chicken dip, go back to the car, grab that bag, bring it in there, and you will change the fucking party. I'm telling you, you change the tone. It's so good. It's so good. What do you got on that list, buddy? Um, my next thing is, uh, uh, the white trash sliders that I make. Oh yeah. You beat me to it. So I was gonna say, those things are fantastic. What's on those bad boys. Uh, seasoned beef sausage, uh, some Velveeta cheese. Uh, I believe, uh, some peppers and onions in there. Lots of, lots of seasonings oh, all so mixed good. up, throw that so- shit in a, in a mini slider bun. You're doing things. Dude, I'm so mad we're not having a Super Bowl party this year just so I can enjoy all these good treats. <laughs> Look at this shit. Jen and Jess. Jen and I like Super Bowl noms. I like sacred fish with tasteless bread. Gross. Fuck? Come on. Jen, Jen says, fuck off. I hate sacred fish. See, this is this is the kind of relationship we'd like to support here on the escape pod. Fuck yeah. What's what's uh, next on your list, buddy? My dad's um, cheese dip. Ooh, I have not my had dad, your dad's cheese dip. I know, I know. So it's not fair to everybody else, but my dad makes a bomb ass cheese dip. He puts hamburger meat in it, 
salsa, Velveeta, some other things that I probably can't talk about. So, oh, dude, we make we make something like that around here. Good it's, shit. It's fucking phenomenal. My dad kills it, dude. My dad knows like just enough of the salsa, just enough of the meat. It's it's a perfect combination. Yep. It's not fair. The rest of the world doesn't get to try it, but I feel I feel grateful that I I am one of the ones who've gotten to eat it. And after all this Velveeta cheese, nobody's gonna shit for a month. Cheese don't stop me. No, Velveeta do. Cheese, I laugh. I laugh at cheese. <laughs> I poo on you, cheese. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, my next up is uh, nacho wontons. Have you ever had these? Oh yes, I have had those. Instead of like making crab rangoon, they fill them with like uh, like taco meat and cheese. And it was yes, it was the taco meat and cheese that I had. Some green onion in there for fucking kicks. Ooh, yes. Luna Girl Ooh. says she has two football crock pots. They always have yummy hot, yummy, yummy, yummy hot dips in them. <laughs> We're driving to Pennsylvania, buddy. Hell yeah. Let's do it again. Absolutely. What's what you got next? I like um they're like a wrap, but they got pickle. They're wrapped in like a meat and some cream cheese and a tortilla. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, one more ten. It's it's like it's a pickle. And it's wrapped in meat and cream cheese and a tortilla, and it's cut into slices. Oh, you know me. I skip that. Oh, because you don't do pickles. Yeah. You're a sad fuck. <laughs> Most of the times, it's it's pickle, cream cheese, ham, ham and or turkey, and the tortilla, and it's cut in a little fucking little, little quarters. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I ba- bypass them shits. Fuck you. Now we do do uh, the the ham with the cream cheese and the green onion in them. Oh no, that's good. That's good. I mean, it's no pickle, but it's delicious. <laughs> it's no pickle. <laughs> it's no pickle, but it's delicious. Definitely. Um. Next up, I've got uh, like a cream cheese, like five layer taco dip. Have you ever with had this? Cheese? With cream yeah, cheese? You, do like, you mix cream cheese and sour cream and taco seasoning. You mi- put that in a layer. You, you got refried beans underneath that. You do shredded cheese, lettuce, some tomato, and some uh, green onion on the top. Did some scoops in that shit. Amazing. Yeah, son. Yeah, that I'll have amazing. to make that when you come by. Hell yeah. It's definitely all kinds of fattening, though. You forget. I don't fucking care. I know. I know. You got any more foods you like? Um, I like myself a good ranch dip. Whether it's going to be for my tortilla chips, my, my ruffles, or uh, a cucumber, Veggie. or a carrot. I like yeah. I like nice good ranch dip. Yes, like real strong ranch flavor. Yes, absolutely, dude. Not I don't I'm not talking that Hidden Valley bullshit. I'm talking yes. a good solid ranch dressing, nice ranch dip. Mm-hmm. Fan fantastic. 
Like somebody took a tub of sour cream and mixed a packet of that Hidden Valley Ranch shit into it. Yeah, but not the, not the squeezable Hidden Valley. So when I say not that Hidden Valley shit, I don't mean the no. I mean like bottle. the powder shit. Yes, the powder shit Wait. and the fuck. Yeah, we're on the same page. Where you mix it up yourself and you're really doing something nice. Oh my, you are doing all the things, all the fucking things. You're fucking doing them right there with that fucking packet of ranch. Yep. And the last thing I got on my list is. For any fucking Super Bowl party to be worth its salt, there's got to be some pizza. Yes, dude. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's cheap-ass fucking Little Caesars pizza or it's some real deal, homemade, check this shit out, I made it, it's yummy kind of pizza. If there's some pizza, we're having a party. Jim Ball says, don't you dare talk bad about Hidden Valley. I'll talk bad about the squeezable shit. You compare that shit to the dippables, there is no comparison. Like Lunar Girl says, no blue cheese dip at my party. Yeah, well, there's blue cheese dip if there's hot wings, bitch. I would I would take hot wings off the menu if that was the requirement. You're fucking ridiculous. I would serve Parmesan garlic. Shut up. You're upsetting <laughs> you're upsetting some loyal fans right here, you fucking asshole. Now Sidebar, I can make some really good fucking homemade uh, butter and Parmesan garlic wings yes. that put Wing Street to fucking shame. Please do. Uh, I request those for uh, uh, an escape pod fucking night dinner. All right. I'll, I'll see yes. what I can do. Yes. I, I agree saying, with that. I'm not saying hot wings don't need ranch, but they're not wrong with blue cheese is what I'm saying. Well, that's because you're you're um you're sauce neutral. I can go between the ranch and the blue cheese. How does that make you feel? I I I respect your choices. Your body, your choice. <laughs> you're fucking right. It is. You damn right. So, do you have any more foods that you can't live without on Super Bowl Sunday? No, I think we covered them, man. Um, and I mean, I brought up the dip, but you got to have good dip, dip, chip and dip combination going on. You know, if, if you're talking chip dip, you know, for your party, right? Nothing beats uh, taking a tub of sour cream and mixing in Lipton French onion soup mix, Ooh. letting that shit sit overnight in the fridge, and then you serve that shit up where where all the the flavors have, have gotten all mixed into the sour cream. We're doing you something there. Dirty whore. You dirty yes. whore. Yes. yes. That's what I'm saying. Fantastic. There's no reason to not go all out. No. Treat yourself. That's what I it's say. Treat yourself. Happens once a fucking year. Treat yourself. Exactly. And we haven't even gotten to the super sports ball. We haven't talked about the fucking entertaining commercials or the music or none of that shit. We're just talking food so far. Exactly. Super Bowl Sunday is a fucking American holiday. You're damn right it is. So, that being said, do you have some Super Bowl party memories? Yes. Actually, I'm going to cheat. And one of my favorite Super Bowl memories was last year's Super Bowl. Because we do got... Tell. Huh? Do tell. <laughs> do tell. Because we did our first live fucking halftime show broadcast of the escape pod, man. 
Yes. Yes, we did. And, that, and we actually, for Rizil, had a live studio audience. We did. We did. Everybody We're, turned fucking heads. It was like, these up. clowns are out here stunting. Yeah, we was. We had the Stormtrooper helmets, the whole stroke, man. That was, Dub, you need to calm down with your fucking elbow coughs, bro. You need to go see a doctor about that shit. Definitely. Um, for my first favorite Super Bowl party was uh, all, uh, February 3rd, 2019. Um, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, New England Patriots. Oh, you're Los getting Angeles sweaty. Rams. Don't fuck yourself. Yes. Don't fuck yourself. Uh, at Lance's house, and we did a halftime show for the escape pod, and I'm bummed we can't do it this year. Yeah, no, that sucks. I was hoping we were going to do it this year, but we're not. So maybe next year. It says a lot, though, that uh, one of our favorite fucking Super Bowl events was hanging out together, doing exactly what the fuck we're doing right now. Exactly. Well, it was fun. And for real, man, we had a a quote-unquote live studio audience. Right. Right. We had about 10 people that were sitting there going, these fools are really talking about their podcast right now. Yeah, we had a mechanical engineer like these fucking goofballs. Right, right, absolutely. Now, Jess says that we could do that on, on Google Meetups. We could actually do it on uh, StreamYard, just like we're doing right now. And there's nothing to say that we're not going to do that this year. We just haven't spoke that far in ahead yet. It's true, it's true. I don't know what you got planned for that night. I'm going to sit around and smash some food with my, my family. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm thinking maybe you can sneak away to the studio for a, a brief halftime show and fucking, or just do it with the computer in your fucking living room. I don't care. I think, I think I could do it in the studio. There's no reason why I couldn't get it all set up in advance. And then yeah, come out, and then here, run and out here and we might have to do that. We'll, we'll get back to you guys. We'll get back to you guys. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, geez. Lunar girl said for super bowl. What is that? 42. 42? She made a giant Pyrex of green jello shot uh, filled with blue and red jello shots. Oh was blue and God. red color for that game or something? The Giants. That's her team, brother. Oh, the Giants. Nobody is a fan of the Giants, but Lunar Girl. Lunar Girl and Dragon, buddy. What What do you got up next, buddy? Um, I have the 2013 Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Because I went that weekend, I went to my uh, cousin-in-law's um, bachelor party, and he had it up north on the island, uh, on Boyce Blanc Island. And I was driving back, and it, it took a little bit longer with the weather and everything, and then dropping people at cars at rest stops and stuff. So it took a little bit longer on the way home. It was just going to be me and my wife that night and the little girls. And I told her, I was like, I'm like so far out. I don't think I'm going to get to, you know, watch the Super Bowl. This fucking sucks. She's like, she's like, you're not going to believe what happened. I'm not going to tell you. You'll just have to wait and see what happens when you get home. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? Just tell me. She's like, no, no, no. You'll never fucking believe it. It's a one in a million thing. When you get home, hopefully you'll see. Cause I was pretty close to home at that time. And when okay. I got home, the game had just restarted because of a fucking power outage in the Mercedes-Benz dome. Yep. And that shit just blew my mind. 
And I had no idea of what happened in the first half of that game because I didn't watch it. But the second half, like the Ravens were up and the 49ers, I think, scored like three touchdowns or some shit like that and started making a comeback. And I'm like, holy shit, bro. The fucking 49ers are going to beat the fucking Ravens. Yeah. Long story short, Ravens ended up winning that Super Bowl. But it was just it was so crazy because like it was one of the I'm a sports guy. You know, I'm a sports guy. So it was one of those Super Bowls where I was like, I'm not going to get to see this. And I was kind of okay with it. But then when I got home and I got to see, I was like, this is crazy. Like it was just wild shit. And then, you know, going back and looking as, as the newscast started posting about it and talking about it, I was like, this is fucking nuts. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, skip what I was going to talk about next. But, uh, one of mine was the super bowl that you just talked about at the Mercedes Benz. So that's all good. Right. Um, this was the first Super Bowl that I remember, like after me and Tisha had split up and I didn't have a party to go to. I watched this game by myself and I just sat there, sprawled out on the couch, smashing all kinds of yummy shit that I wanted to smash because there was nobody else there. And this also happened to be one of the craziest fucking games. Yeah. And I'm like. Sitting there on the couch, fucking like, are you guys fucking seeing this tweet? You know, texting it to my friends and shit. Like, yeah, it was insane, dude. Smashed, I think, uh, 18 pack of line and kugels that night. <laughs> I was living, I was living the dream, bachelor Hell style, yeah. like wildest Super Bowl I'd ever seen. All good. That's awesome. That's crazy. We had, the, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how many other ones we have the same of. There might be a few more. Maybe, maybe. What you got next? Um, my number three. I have the 2018 uh, Eagles versus the Patriots. It was just a good game the whole game, but that last little fucking the Philly cheese special or whatever the play they called, where they fucking faked it and threw it to the quarterback, and the way the way they end the game, it was like. You've got the biggest set of cojones I have ever fucking seen to pull that fucking play, dude. I'm not familiar. Did they pull a wildcat at the end? You don't remember when they fucking did the fake where they passed it to the, or they handed off the tight end and the tight end threw the pass to the quarterback and that's how they won the game? What year? 2018. Mm. We were over at Lance's. Yeah. Who played? I was fucking the Eagles and the Patriots. Oh, yes. The fucking. Yes. Fuck that. The Philly special. I remember that. That was bullshit. (laughs) You're you're so spiteful. I had money on the pass for that game. (laughs) I was so pissed. I was so fucking pissed. I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me with this bullshit. Oh, that's fantastic. And it worked. Hell yeah, it did. It was fucking fucking phenomenal. Uh, my next one is uh, Super Bowl 45, 2011, Cowboys Stadium, uh, Packers versus Pittsburgh. Um, I was over at our buddy Strobel's house. Oh, nice. Uh, lots of good food. 
Um, lots of good friends around. There was a ex Michigan football player there. Don't ask me what the guy's name is. Cause I can't fucking remember. I was too drunk. Uh, but I hit two football squares for 1850 bucks. Hell yeah. I bought my first iPhone from that. Nice. This is the yep. way to spend the money properly. That's what I'm saying. And I paid cash for that bitch too. There's no, none of this leasing your phone bullshit. I was, I was like fucking, uh, Wayne, Wayne and Wayne and Garth. I'm like, do you take cash? Cha-ching. <laughs> the guy was unamused. <laughs> He's like, fuck. Yes. We take cash. Yes. We take the cash. We take all the cash. What you got next? My number two is the 2001 Rams versus the Patriots. The Patriots won that game by a field goal. Okay. It was the year after 9-11. It was the year of 9-11, the whole... Oh, everyone, the super fucking Patriot Bowl. Huh? The super fucking Patriot Bowl. Yes, it was the super... And you know what? This is the only time where I was... I didn't root for the Patriots, but I was okay if they won because they were the quote-unquote Patriots during that right. time of the year. You know what I mean? Everything about that entire event was all about fucking being a Patriot. This is what it is to be an American, all kinds of fucking American based music at halftime. And that's funny. You say that because we did some American ass shit. And like, literally as soon as that fucking game ended, everybody who was at my house for this fucking Super Bowl party, we left and went mudding. That is American. Like the fucking game ended and we let, I had a fucking 1998 Jeep Cherokee, Jeep Grand Cherokee Lorado four by four. My buddy uh, had a Dodge Ram. We had a couple other people with some Chevy trucks and shit like that. And sure. like the game fucking ended. I can't confirm nor deny who was drunk, who wasn't drunk, but we fucking left and we went mudding in the woods and it was fucking, it was just, like the game was, it was a good game, but what sticks out to me is the fact that everybody's like, fuck this game. Let's go mud. And it was yeah. just fucking glorious. That's, that's awesome to me. That that's only a West coast thing because after the, after the game is over here on the East coast, like you're like, I'm drunk and I'm going to bed. This was in Florida. Oh, was it? Yes. Yeah, you so guys was- went out mud in the middle of the night. Can not confirm nor deny people have been drinking. You guys are fucking wild. <laughs> it was fucking oh, awesome. Fucking wild. Um, let's see what else do I got here? Oh, you know what? The one thing that we forgot to mention about that uh that game at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in 2013. That was Harbaugh against Harbaugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. The brothers. Yep, that was John Harbaugh playing Jim Harbaugh. In the fucking Super Bowl. Yep. And if it wasn't for that weird power outage, I think Jim would have kicked his ass. Yeah. There was some fucking magic in that power outage. Yeah, it was. Who knows? Well, the power outage is what let let San Francisco come back. Are you sure? Uh, No, I think San Francisco. go, Go look at it. Baltimore was ahead. And San Francisco came back and scored like three touchdowns or some shit. And uh, 
Baltimore had to take like a safety, if I remember correctly, to put themselves in a position to win the game. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I guess I'll have to go back and check that shit out. Um, My next one is uh, 2007 Super Bowl 41, I believe. Dolphin Stadium. Indianapolis Colts versus Chicago Bears. Oh! Jackson native Tony Dungy. If if anybody doesn't know, I'm from Jackson, Michigan. Jackson, Michigan native Tony Dungy coaches the Colts to victory 29-17 to 17 over the Chicago Bears. Yeah, and everybody so, thought Rex Grossman was a good quarterback. What's that? Everybody thought Rex Grossman was a good quarterback. So anyway, like I said, you know, a little hometown hero kind of thing. Um, so, you know, take that for what it is. That's why it's one of my favorite. My last one on the list, brother, is the 2002 Raiders versus Bucks Super Bowl. I had a big ass Super Bowl party at my house because I'm a huge Raiders fan. I've had so many friends over. My uh-huh. son was a baby. And needless to say, at the end of the game, I hid out in my bedroom feeding my son. <laughs> I hid out in the bedroom feeding my son because I couldn't take the loss that the fucking Raiders were taking. Ooh, that's rough. It was, dude, it was tough when you got a bunch of people in your house and they all know you're a fan of this team and this team is getting a shellacking. It was fucking. The reason that's because it's. It was fucking awful. <laughs> Remember the time that the Lions went to the Super Bowl? Never happened. Me neither. Um, my last favorite one, or, or maybe my most favorite one, I don't, you know, rate it how you want to. Um, be fe- uh, Super Bowl 48, uh, MetLife Stadium, Seattle versus Denver. Seattle put an absolute whooping on Denver. You remember that? They beat the brakes off of them. 43 to 8. That's a serious ass whooping. It was the reason why it's my favorite. It was the first Super Bowl after me and my wife reconciled our marriage and we got back together. We had a whole household full of friends. We we got to party with all of our friends from you know both both sides of our mutual divide. Right. It was like a big like healing process, and I I think I hit a couple of squares that night, so it might have made things a little better. That but it was, you know, better. I don't. If you've ever been through the separation process and then reconciled, when you bring your whole clan back together, it's it's, it's joyous. It doesn't matter what the fuck happens that night. Yeah, it's beautiful. So that's that's why that I think that. That Super Bowl, February 2nd, 2014, will be my favorite Super Bowl until I'm probably buried in the ground. <laughs> I'm glad. That's that's a that's good though, man. You got that emotional attachment to it. I love it. I love it. Neither none of my teams were playing in that game. It was just that was the one. We might have to cut this a few uh, things short, brother. 
Well, we just got favorite commercials, right? Yeah. We'll just whip through them. Go. Go. All right. My favorite uh, commercials start off with uh, the Reebok Terry Tate commercials. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. The ones where like people are walking around the office and he fucking tackles them. Oh, my God, dude. Those were the best. I he guess the one guy on the ground. I'm stealing this one. I'm co-signing because, yes. Yeah, absolutely. He gets the dude out of the ground. He's like, because when it's game time, it's pain time. <laughs> the other cat, he's like, you know, you got to put the new TPS re- cover sheets on the TPS reports, Jerry. <laughs> on the show, Craig. Damn, mother bleep. And it would cut away. <laughs> Such a fantastic fucking commercial. What do you got? Mine was the uh, the Budweiser Clydesdales playing uh, football in the snow. I don't remember that one, buddy. I, I mean, Clydesdales, I remember, but they were playing football? They were playing football in the snow. They were lining right. up and shit like that, and then there was like two old men watching them on the side. Huh. I might have to look that one up. It's okay. You can look it up. My next one is a Volkswagen Force commercial. There's a little kid walking around dressed up like Darth Vader. Darth trying to Vader. Move. Yes, I remember yeah. that shit. He's trying to move shit with the Force, and then he's out with his dad's new Volkswagen. He's trying to use the Force on a car, and his dad's hitting the key fob in the kitchen, making it go boop, boop. Yeah. And the kid's like, I fucking did it. <laughs> I don't remember much about this commercial, but I remember a little bit of it. And it was the Cindy Crawford Pepsi commercial, which she's like in the desert. Oh, dude, I remember that. Machine. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Yes. Uh, of, of all the supermodels from when we were young, Cindy Crawford was a fucking solid 10. Cindy Crawford and Christy Brinkley for me. Yeah, dude. Christy Brinkley was fine. She's still fine, and she's like 100. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Another one is uh, McDonald's, The Showdown. Uh, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird playing an absurd game of horse. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. That was that mine, dude. Come on. How am I not going to have... Me- Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. Fuck off. I should have let you go first. Well, it's all good because I don't have anything else. I didn't have a whole lot when it came to commercials. That one at the end where they're talking about bouncing the ball off the water tower. Yeah. In Chicago. Nothing, nothing but net. Nothing but net. Oh. Those are the best, dude. Definitely. Definitely. What else you got? That's all I got, dude. I didn't have a whole lot for commercials. All right. I got a couple more. You remember the Wendy's commercial where the old lady opens up her hamburger? She's like, where's the beef? <laughs> People in America still to this day fucking say that shit. Where's the beef? That, yeah. For just different random bullshit. That's right. That's, there, This ain't nothing good. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> Do you remember the Doritos house rules commercial? Explain. Mom brings home boyfriend. There's a little kid, probably about four or five. Yes. 
Yeah. In the living room, he's got his control. He drops his controller. Boyfriend sits down, starts talking shit, grabs a Dorito. Loki gets in his face, points him at him, and goes, Two rules. Number one, keep your hand or keep your hands off of my mama. And number two, don't you damn touch my Doritos. <laughs> or dare touch that, my Doritos. That reminds me of the uh the Doritos commercial of the uh the kid or the old man where he goes to do the time traveling thing. The guy does the time traveling in the kid's front yard and the old man fucking pushes him out of the way and he's in like a cardboard box. Okay. I can't explain. Well. Have, send I'm me a link. link. I, I'll show. Yeah. I'll look it up. Send me a link. It. I need to see this shit. It's true. Uh, the next one I've got is uh, Betty White playing football where the guy like flat out like Blaze tackles Betty White from the side. Yes. And then they get up and they hand her a fucking Snickers bar. And she's a she's like a regular skinny dude. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember that. There's nothing funnier than watching fucking Betty White get smoked into this, into the fucking mud. And into she's oblivion. like, she's like, really? That's the best. Um, And that, that's the end of my list. That's what I got. That's all I got, brother. Long story short, the Super Bowl is about spending time with your family, smashing some awesome fucking grub, spending time with your friends, spending time with your friends, watching some magical sports moments, and uh, whatever the last thing is just fucking left my brain. That's how we do it on the escape pod. (laughs) Oh, watching dope ass commercials. Fuck yeah. So here we are. Super Bowl 55 coming up on Sunday. Now, if you're watching this this episode, I don't know, three years from now, because you're catching up on our back catalog, you're going to be like, who the fuck won that game? I'm going to tell you right now, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I hope both teams lose. I hope both teams lose. <laughs> anyway. I I believe that this is going to be the game that solidifies the argument that no one is better than Tom Brady ever. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I, I think, think it's so going to be so fantastic that I'm going to drink enough beers that I'm going to appreciate the Monday vacation day I put in. Oh, shit, son. You took yeah. the day off? I, I've done it. I've taken Monday off for the Super Bowl for the last probably... 10 years that I've worked there. Yeah. Well, you needed it a couple years ago when you ate the glass in the bottom of that vodka bottle. The whole fucking fifth. Yeah. You just fucking ate the whole bottle and everything. Yeah. Plus the fucking bullshit that Lance was giving me. Yeah. That fucking moonshine uh, from Tennessee. You blue fire or some shit. Sick balls or something like that. It was gross. That was the first year that I had a designated driver because Michael was 16 years old. <laughs> and I got fucked up. Oh, I dude, got I, proper fucked up. I got, I got way, way, way too fucking drunk that night. Definitely. Definitely. So here we go. It's 2021. Super Bowl 55. And we're not going to talk about this again until next year. 
What? When we do another Super Bowl episode, motherfucker. <laughs> it's still going to be the same year, though. No, it'll be 2022 then. Oh, I got you. Okay, when we when we finally do another episode about the Super Bowl. Bro. Dude. <laughs> don't you bro me, dude. Don't do me, bro. Bro, dude. Well, I think that's about it. You want to wrap this up? Jess, Jess wants to call me about the Corey Haim hotline from the 80s, and I'm so... I loved Corey Haim back in the day. Dude, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman was my shit in the 80s. Yes. You ever seen that movie? Uh, uh, what Dream, it, Dream Little Dream? Dream? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should bring that up one of these days. Maybe. Maybe. It's going to be Corey. a slow episode, though. I guarantee you that. No, we'll just talk about the Corys. Fair enough. Because the the body of work between those two dudes is enough to fill two episodes, probably. I think he, I think you're right. Definitely. Have you had enough? I've had enough, brother. All right, sounds good. If I can make the computer do what I want it to do, that's that's a recurring theme in this show. If you haven't noticed, yes, sir. Make sure that you like this video. Give us some kind of five, five star, four star, two star, no star review. It helps people find us. And if you do, Brady will read it live on this show. So if you're new to this show and you have no idea what we do here, leave a fucked up ass review so Brady can read it on the show. Make him say some fucked up shit like he likes to pull his own hair while somebody chokes his dick with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck man I can't wait till that. that ends up that's gotta end up in a real review somebody's gotta do it oh my god uh, anyway like I say Brady will read that shit on the show so make him say something terrible you, you awful bastard subscribe and download us on your favorite podcast app at ATSW the escape pod uh, check out our pod family like uh, all things Star Wars from a Gen X point of view use and abuse layman's terms tactical suite and definitely explore all the great podcasting options on the Red 5 network red5network.com thanks for hanging out with us we'll see you next time may the force be, may with, the force you. be with you and go, and go blue. blue clankety clank bitch all the clanks, bitch. You know what I'm going to do? I All heard you were going to take a piss. All the piss, bitch. <laughs> Attaboy. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.